Yeah, you missed out, man. The pimento cheese thing was, was fire. Angie said her daughter just texted her and said that the pimento cheese chicken sandwich is so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it your first time eating it today? Oh, yeah. Bro. Yeah. And it was the OG. So you can do OG, you can do spicy, you can do grilled. And you I was like, hey, let me OG. get a baseline. Let me get a baseline. And it, it actually wasn't that hot with jalapenos on there. It comes with jalapenos or you add yeah, jalapenos? Yeah, no, there, it comes with it. Pimento cheese on top, chicken, jalapenos and with some honey drizzled in there. Uh, hot honey? I don't know because it wasn't really that hot. Yeah. But neither is hot honey. True. And the the jalapenos could have been pickled jalapenos. They were. Like similar yeah. to uh, nachos. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, we were at the Ranger game the other day. Mm -hmm. I remember... I told my wife this. Do I remember. You remember? <laughs> do you remember worrying? Why do we always do that? Always. It's a default mechanism. It is. So I told my wife that is when I decided that I would branch out and I would do, I would taste new things. Because I have this thing, like I'm not going to be dissuaded from not tasting something at least once. Right. Except for that rancid one thing that makes everybody vomit. I won't, I won't do that. You've heard of that, right? Which thing? It's like something, some sort of fish, I think. Monkfish? Oh, I've seen TikTok yeah. videos yeah. on that. Yeah, I would never. I'm out. Anyway, so it was the, it was the, the game day uh, baseball nachos, right? With the, the creamy cheese, but it was just tortilla chip, not cheese, nacho cheese, right? Yeah. Straight out of the can. Yeah, so and then I was like, you know what? There's got to be something better. Mm -hmm. And one day I saw the jalapeno, the pickled jalapeno. jalapeno. And I said, yes. Yes, please. And it, it was a game changer. Yeah. Now I try everything. So good. Including the Chick-fil-A pimentos and cheese honey sandwich. And you improved. Yes. And I've yeah. yet to. Oh, it's so good. I'm so You know, I value good. your opinion, so I, I may give it a try. Well, I appreciate that. <clears throat> yep. I, I really do. Yeah. You ready to jump in? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. That squirrel can water ski. <laughs> for centuries, the church has used words and phrases that seem shrouded in mystery. It's time for us to pull back the curtain and decode those words and phrases. You are listening to The Code. another episode of the code our decoders out there it's your favorite pastor's name cody or yep, yep. cody yeah uh, no matter how you spell it we're here to take on the task of unveiling the quote church speak that can be a bit confusing to the folks trying to enter into their faith walk now today we'll be tackling another term that much like the previous terms covered throughout the our episodes here will bring forth clarity at least mm. that's our hope now, Cody, it's finally feeling like fall oh. is creeping just around Thank the corner the outside. Cooler weather, uh, well, for a few days or yeah, maybe right. maybe hours so <laughs> far. Uh, but we'll take what we can get. <clears throat> you know, this time of year just seems so special. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes. Well, well why do you think that is? You know, I, I really think it has something to do, like, when we were in school, right, uh, you, you had the start of the new year, right? You are mm. one grade older. You were stepping in with the friends that maybe you haven't seen coming off the long break sure. and everything. And then you got your new uh, school swag on. You mm. got that new backpack. You got, you know, the, the pencils that haven't been sharpened yet. 
Trapper you have all keepers. that stuff. Yes, yeah, and you're just ready to tackle the new year. Yep. And then all sorts of things from that start up, right? Mm. So like a sports school, life in general, you you kind of uh, you kind of see it as the starting point and then you're just like, okay, now I've got like all of these things going on. So from like about Labor Day on, life just seems uh, kind of busy, right? Yep. And you're aiming towards the next break in the school year, which is that Christmas break. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to have Thanksgiving, things like that. But it's just a fun time to do life, I think. I, people just come out of there, especially here in Texas, right, where you've melted for about three months. Too long. And now that it's cooling off, you're like a hot ball of wax, right? You <laughs> melt and then you form into something different when September or October comes around. So I think it's just a, a fun, fun season of life. What do you think contributes to this fun season? Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree completely. I mean, you got the cooler weather. Uh, I mean, you got the the football season. Yes, off, yeah, right? let's Definitely. go. I mean, just this time of year, <clears throat> this second time of year, This, I mean, this fall season is just uh, – I love it, man. I love it. I'm, I'm not a uh, a PSL person, a pumpkin spice oh, latte. Yeah. I mean, nope. I, I, it tastes okay to me, but I don't get excited about yeah. that kind of stuff. But Some people during the fall get the blood veins full of <laughs> for sure. PSL. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, I just I love it. This uh, Just the holidays that come with mm. the fall seasons, right? I mean, you got uh, in October, you know, we do a fall festival at the church, you know, around kids get to dress up, you know. Oh, Halloween, I thought that so was a uh, re Reformation. Day. Uh, that's the day we celebrate Reformation, right? Uh, not, uh, not Hallow's Eve. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kids dress up because of Reformation. This is a day. church podcast. Totally. Come on, yeah, now. my bad, my bad. Sorry about that. I mean, all the candy. Tis so sweet to trust in Tis Jesus. Tis so you know? sweet as an almond joy. There we go. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, and then you got what? November. You got Thanksgiving is mm. rolling in. Oh, I love love Thanksgiving. Great Me time too. just taking a break, hanging out with family. Uh, just all the good eats. Oh, fun fact! Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Really, sure is. Awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Mm, appreciate it. Yeah. Carry so, on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> since since Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday, what what would you say is your favorite holiday food to eat? Oh, so okay. So that's tough. So like, I I love. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I just think like the busyness of that season mm -hmm. really kind of wears on me. So Thanksgiving has always been like a, a fun time because you break bread with family, maybe too much bread, sure. you know, um, and you just get to kind of sit around, relax. I don't do any of the Black Friday things. Yeah. I mean, it, Black Friday anymore is just a, it's a waste because you got like Cyber Mondays oh, and all yeah. the things, all right? The sales. So, hey, Black yeah. Friday sales but back two in weeks the early. day, right? Back oh, in the dude. day, they you know the ladies were ready to revving up for oh, like yeah. four o'clock in the morning for sure yeah to get that well one big screen tv that used to have the fat backs oh, on them, you yeah. know like whoo door buster yeah door yeah. busters <laughs> first 100 yeah yeah um but my okay so my favorite food the fall is is one of my f favorite times because uh cinnamon is so prevalent mm, okay cinnamon uh anything really is one of the spices of life okay. i believe all right um jesus talks about being the salt of the earth sure. and then he goes on to talk about being the cinnamon of the earth i'm pretty sure somewhere all i'll right. have to look that up yeah, i'll yeah. have to look that up we'll but cinnamon is uh mm, mm. so i think my favorite food i i do love having a, a thanksgiving meal but I've also got a pretty bad sweet tooth. Okay. So if you gave me an apple pie that had some cinnamon on there or anything like that, oh, that's just good. Or, oh, man, monkey bread. Uh, Have you ever had cinnamon monkey bread? Monkey bread? Yes. 
My mom used to make this all the time. They were it was, okay. So you take understand. like biscuits and you make them into like little balls. Okay. And you put them in a bunt cake. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you put like cinnamon and glaze stuff. On, it's just fantastic. So and so it's like so bread. Okay. With cinnamon and sugar, all so, over it. So and then you bake it. Kind of like a cinnamon roll. Yes. But just instead of rolled, it's smushed into right. like dough balls or something exactly they're okay. they're like um you know the candy dots yes but just full of cinnamon and sugar and so they're like made of bread. gummy and chewy and stick sometimes sometimes it's it's the middle of the cinnamon roll everywhere oh. bro yeah <laughs> that might have sold me right yeah there. that's the yeah, best one that's it roll. oh man and now they make it so i thought this was like some concoction my mom made in the holiday season but it it definitely wasn't because now they're selling them to to make like they've already done the hard parts. You just throw it in the oven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man, they're so good. Oh, that reminds so me. So good. Something from the oven. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food going oh, in this holiday man. season? Okay. Yeah. So. Wait, can I guess? Uh, totally. Okay. I, me. Uh, here we go. I'll, I'll we'll go sweet and non-sweet. So. Oh, okay. Uh, talking about Thanksgiving, it's your favorite. So. Okay. We'll do like a Thanksgiving dessert. Is okay. my favorite, and then a Thanksgiving. Okay, uh, I don't dish. think it's a sweet potato pie. Why? Why don't you think that? Um, I, oh man, because I think it's a pumpkin pie. Well, I think pumpkin pie is uh, okay, is your favorite uh, dessert. Okay. Um, at Thanksgiving time, and then Christmas. Are we going dessert? Or are we going no, like no, regular? No, so, so you're doing dessert, sweet and dessert, and like savory. Okay, sweet and savory. Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh man, it's hard to beat a good mashed potato. Mm. It really is. And mashed potatoes, turkey, gravy, that's all prevalent in that. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going the mashed potato. Okay. I will tell you Do the mashed potato. <laughs> Do the mashed potato. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh <laughs> Jason Squirrels here. I will tell you, uh you and I are, are like brothers. We share the same name. Yes. Um we are close as friends. Mm. Um, but clearly you don't know me as well as I thought you did. You are, <laughs> you are 0 for 2. Double Dang. whammy. Yeah. Two of so, them. So uh, my favorite dessert in Thanksgiving time is the pecan pie. That was going to be my next one. Mm, I, bet it yeah. mm -hmm. I bet it was. Yeah. Some people may call it a pecan pie. Pecan. Um, so when, when I hear the term pecan, I think of every. I think of something else besides, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a pecan. So There's these two British guys uh, on YouTube, and their uh, YouTube channel is Jolly, and they do like they taste food yeah. throughout the world. And one of theirs was Thanksgiving, and everyone called it a pecan oh, pie. Man. Pecan pie. No, it's pecan. Yeah, pecan. Get it right. Yeah, Let's so go, Jolly. Pecan pie. I mean, just just the way it is. Doesn't need whipped cream or anything like that. Mm. Uh, and then my non-sweet favorite uh, dish is one that I don't hear talked about very often, but I could eat a whole casserole dish full of it. You ready for this? Go broccoli cheese rice casserole. Yo, okay. I that's, mean, that's out. Uh, it's not that far out there. I don't, I don't know but what it is, man. But when I, I walk up to it and uh, I walk up to all the dishes, and if I see that, you half just take of my the dish. Plate, half of my plate is that. You and put and turkey else. and everything on that dish, For and you sure. just take it yeah. away from everyone. Totally. And, and mm -hmm. I steer clear of the cranberries. The cranberry <gasps> sauce. Really? Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't oh. Like that. Mm -mm. Man, it's like that pimento cheese that they yeah. put on the Chick Fil A sandwich. Man, it no it thanks. does wonders. No thanks. Really? Not at all. I do the I do the mix, 
So, you know, you have like all your stuff. So you, when you go, you have your plate, right? You yeah. put it on different sections, sure. right? And so you have your, you know, turkey to the northeast. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you, know, you have all this stuff. Yeah. And then like I put the cranberry in the middle. And then by the time you sit down and you start going at it, everything's kind of touched everything. And so it's just kind of a, a conglomerate of things. And, and oh, man, like you take so a, a good piece of turkey with some mashed potatoes and gravy with some maybe some green bean casserole and you have a little uh, of that cranberry sauce and then you eat that and then quickly bite a roll that, <laughs> that sounds heavenly horrible that does not sound good at all okay hey real it's quick so nice. real quick story you said green bean casserole i'll say this real quick and we'll get back on topic okay so um my wife, when she was pregnant with our daughter, our daughter's eight now, but when she was pregnant, I uh, was at work and she was at home. Um, and I want to say, I mean, it was middle of the year, maybe summertime, because she was a school teacher, so she was out, out of school. And I come home one day and I open the door and our house smells like green bean casserole. It's like middle of summertime. Ooh. So, yeah, it sounds great, right? Um, Christmas in July. Except for green bean casserole is my least favorite dish oh no however my sweet sweet wife with her her pregnancy brain um i i guess got it mixed up and thought it was my favorite dish instead of my oh, least favorite no. dish. so she was just being as sweet as she could be and thought i'm gonna surprise him and make him his favorite dish and so I come in, I'm like, hey, babe, what's what's going on? She's like, I made you your favorite dish. You were talking about it and how you haven't had it in forever. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's what it was, like a, a casserole, a green bean casserole. Right. So it was a bowl full of green bean casserole that we ate for dinner that she had. And where, were you fighting and it the whole down, time? And I sat down, and, dude, I, I had the biggest grin on my face, and I ate that. What a smiled. sweet husband. And, uh, and it was about halfway through the meal. I guess I had a twitch in my eye or something, and my wife's like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing." She's like, "Do you not like it?" I'm like, "No, it's <laughs> it's delicious. I, I love it." And then all of a sudden, her smile <gasps> faded oh, no. to a look of horror, and she's like, and she like covered her mouth, and she's like, oh, "I just remembered you don't like green beans." <laughs> I'm like, "But this Melanie, really you're good. such a sweetheart. And then you are a sweetheart." She started bawling, dude. Just started crying. Aww. She felt so bad. Cody said, Tanner. I, did, but I, I didn't do it. I was eating like a okay, good husband. All right. The twitch in the eye said, I, I said otherwise. So. I I was trying to, I mean, but I told her, and she, no one will believe me. She didn't believe me. Nobody's going to believe me. But out of all the green meat casseroles that I've had, that one was pretty, that was pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Did she have like the French onions she on did, top and everything? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know what she did a little different, but it, Melanie, it, you it go ahead good. and cook up some green bean casserole. <laughs> I am a lover of the GBC, so oh, I love man. a good green bean casserole for sure. Mm. For sure, mm. man. Mm. Well, I, I'm sure our audience here didn't want to talk about Thanksgiving food I, all the time. I bet so. you they're looking forward to it. Maybe so. They might be. But That's hey, cool you know what? No matter how you slice it, oh, it see. is not a season for dieting. Oh, that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, but, hey, perhaps it's a season for the churchisms, though. You yeah, know, yeah. that church That's jargon that we'll be speaking about today. Uh, you know, I Cody, something that is all the rage in the world of dieting fads right now is actually a spiritual discipline that we participate in occasionally, and that is the discipline of fasting. Mm, yes. Yeah. See, yep. so fasting is common to just about every major religious tradition, like Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, Islam, mm. and Judaism. You know, in ancient Greece, uh, Hippocrates believed that it helped the body heal itself. 
But Cody, do you want to help us out? Like, what is fasting? Well, uh, maybe intermittent fasting? Is that what we're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, according to a WebMD, it says simply, it means you stop eating completely or almost completely for a certain stretch of time. As uh, a fast usually lasts from 12 to 14 hours, but uh, some types continue even for days. In some cases, you may be allowed like water or tea, maybe even coffee or a small amount of food during the fasting period. But uh, some are really into intermittent fasting for uh, for the health benefits. You know, like I actually kind of do this. I just don't eat breakfast. I I love breakfast food. Oh, man. It's my favorite meal. Me too. And that's the hardest part. Yeah. But if I found that if for my metabolism, if I wait until about 11 or noon, it, it's better for me. Okay. And then I eat, you know, and then I have dinner. Sure. But I love breakfast food. So Lo- absolutely love it. But, mm-hmm. Cody, fasting isn't just the dietary stuff. That's you know, true. God's people have used fasting as a discipline throughout church history. Um, typically, fasting is denying yourself food in, fa- in order to focus your attention on prayer and other spiritual pursuits. You know, many Christ followers have integrated the practice of fasting into their lives in different ways. Uh, some use fasting periodically to focus on prayer and the practice of self-denial. Mm-hmm. Um, the 18th century pastor John Wesley regularly fasted two days a week and encouraged others to do so. And food's not the only thing you can fast. You know, sometimes it's healthy to fast from social media or just get rid of it in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, like streaming services or other things that kind of distract you from pursuing the Lord. I actually was uh, watching this video on YouTube, and this guy uh, convicted me a little bit. He mm. goes, you know what? We're lazy Christians. We're lazy Christians because we wake up in the morning and we're like, well, I need to sleep in a little bit because I— you know, I'm too tired to get up and get in my Bible. Uh, I want to concentrate. But then at night, you want to come home and you want to relax mm-hmm. and you want to do your thing. Um, so how you, how do you relax? Oh, we turn on the television and instead of getting in God's word, and he really convicted me on that. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So maybe, you know, a practice of fasting is not doing those things that keep you away from God's word, keep you from the connection that he's looking for. Yeah, I think that's great. That's great. And that's exactly right, Cody. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I did a study on fasting uh, uh, not too long ago, and I realized that, like it doesn't appear a whole lot in Scripture. Mm. And so at first it made right. me think, like, well, I guess it's not a big deal. But what right, I read right, was right. that the reason why it didn't appear a lot in Scripture is because it was such a common practice of believers. Right. You know, yeah, it was like a tradition in, in, in the Jewish uh, Jewishness of Correct. folks. The, yeah, so why talk Jewish about it a tradition. lot if it's just uh, if, they, if they know what to do? It's right. a common thing. But right. Uh, but yeah, so anything given up temporarily in order to focus all of our attention on God can be considered a fast. You're exactly right. You know, obviously back then in Bible times they didn't have you know like social media, the Instagrams, stuff. exactly. Yeah, but for <laughs> us, uh, you know, those things can turn into idols sometimes. Oh yeah. Right? Oh know? yeah. So fasting should be limited to a set time, especially when you're fasting from food. You know, extended periods of time without eating can be harmful. Mm, so true. that's why a lot of times you should check with your doctor before. That's why I wait no more than mm. like eight hours. There you go. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but fasting is not intended to punish our flesh, mm, uh, but rather good. to redirect attention to God. You know, fasting should not be considered a, a dieting method either, mm. even though we typically uh, yeah. view it as True. that. Yeah. You know, but there are health benefits to it. Uh, the purpose of a biblical fast is not to lose weight, but rather to gain deeper fellowship with God. So, mm. you know, when you are fasting, you got to kind of look at 
why am I doing it? What's my yeah. heart behind it? You know, like add weightiness to your relationship oh, whoa, with God. Yeah. Here that's, we go. That's going to get turned into a soundbite <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I tell you, man, it, it, you know, anyone can fast, but some may not be able to fast from food, like for diabetics, for example, True. you know, yep. blood sugar and things like that. But everyone can temporarily give up something in order to draw closer to God. Mm. And you know, I mean, if you if you pray and ask God to reveal to you, you know the things that take your time and your attention right. and your, um, you know, your talents, the things that you devote that maybe sometimes get in the way of God being first in yeah. your heart and in your life. A lot of times because they're easier. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They just put, a, put you on autopilot. You yeah. Know? Just meh. For real. Definitely, mm. man. You know, in Scripture, it, it does not command Christians to fast, as we were talking about. God does not require or demand it of Christians. You know, sometimes the Bible presents fasting as something that is good, profitable, and even beneficial. Yeah, you know, Cody, in the book of Hebrews, I think of what the author writes um, in chapter 4, verse 11. Um, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, uh, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Um, spiritual disciplines are often tools to help maintain that connection with Christ and allow us as Christ followers to abide in him. And as we uh, abide in him through spiritual disciplines such as fasting, we will begin to produce fruit like Christ talks about um, in in John chapter 15 when he talks about the the vine, you know. Mm Um, it's, it's easy to assume that remaining or abiding or growing in Jesus is a, is a passive activity, right? So you say, um, you give yourself to the Lord, you say, hey, Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. He's the boss of my life, and now I'll let him do it all. Right. <laughs> you know, we give the responsibilities over there, and we have an, this kind of active rela- or passive rela- relationship instead of an active one. But it's one of the most active things we can actually do is be in that relationship with him. It requires that intentional behavior. And you can see this throughout uh, Jesus's own life. He, he prayed, as we see in the New Testament all the time. He reads scripture. Um, he walks in community, and he even fasts. We see that in Matthew chapter 4 that he uh, fasted. Um, he did these things as an act of worship and that spiritual connection to the Father. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we pr- participate in similar activities to include fasting? That, that's absolutely right. I mean, if we call ourselves Christians, we should try and strive to be like Christ, mm-hmm. right? I mean, why wouldn't we participate in the same disciplines right. that he did? You know, too often the focus of fasting is on the lack of food, but instead the purpose of fasting should be to take your eyes off the things of this mm. world to focus completely on yeah. God, right? Mm. I mean, our, our culture so many times directs our eyes to the negative. We're a, we're a look at me culture, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. You know, and even like fasting and, you know, people may like draw attention to me. Oh, like, oh, no, no, I can't, I can't eat with you guys today because oh, I'm fasting. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the scripture even says, you know, that you've already gotten your reward in heaven right, for doing something right, like yep. that, right? Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. Uh, fasting is a way to demonstrate to God and to ourselves that we are truly serious about our relationship right. with him. You know, it helps us gain a new perspective and, and really a renewed reliance upon God. And by taking our eyes off the things of this world, we can more successfully turn our attention to Christ. You know, fasting is not a way to get God to do what we want. It changes us, mm. not God. Mm. Uh, fasting Yeah, it's not a way to appear more spiritual than others, but rather it's to be done in a spirit of humility 
for the joyful attitude. Yeah, that's so true. Humility is uh, absolute key to this discipline, Cody. Um, you know, in the book of Matthew, as we were talking about, Jesus himself warns us not to be flashy or braggadocious when we take part in these disciplines. Jesus tells us, uh, starting in verse 16, he says, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men that they are fasting. That's like exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. uh, excuse me, I'm just famished because I'm <laughs> fasting. Please, you know. Yeah. And he goes, I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in mm. full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. So mm -hmm. do everything regularly yeah. as you typically do so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Exactly. So he makes it really clear that our fasting is a direct act and a connection with God the Father and not a fashy uh, flashy public act that others can see. So have you ever corporately uh, with a congregation or privately done fasting in this manner? Yeah, yeah. so I haven't ever done it corporately before, but I have done it uh, several times in, in my walk with Christ, um, just on my own, you mm -hmm. know, chosen to fast for 24 hours just kind of to refocus myself, yeah, you know, and good. so, and I'd say, man, it's, it was tough, you know, because, you know, I'm realigning myself with Christ and right. trying to refocus on him and the enemy, he throws those temptations out, right? He throws, he makes that hunger greater, mm. you know? And so, um, uh, but it, it really was beneficial and uh, I feel it made me stronger in my walk because of it. But, um, you know, us just kind of doing this study and talking about it, like I'm, I'm really kind of feeling convicted of making it more a part of my daily, yeah. you know, or not my daily, but my regular relationship. Yeah, I remember it, just reaching out to you being like, hey, what, what, what episode do you want to do mm -hmm. next? And you were like, fasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. something's on the mind. <laughs> the, the Lord has, has been putting it on the mind. And, and maybe that's because, you know, like you said, I've been I've been seeing it in just more and more in today's, you know, yeah. our just jargon and culture of how it's being used for it a health benefit or a dieting right. thing as opposed to I'm like well the first time I heard about fasting was in scripture right you know? and so yeah. um, I feel like the Lord's kind of really been using that yeah you hear it like in in Daniel and mm -hmm. yeah, I mean you you do hear it throughout it's just not one of those you know overarching disciplines that are um, uh, continue to come up and you're like oh yeah that definitely has to be a part of my daily you know, uh, habit to connect with God for sure. But it is important. I mean, if, if Jesus does it, you better <laughs> you, you better put some stock into That's right. it. That's, That's right. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. What, what what about you? Yeah. So I remember doing. Uh, you, you and I went to uh, the same church. Maybe not at the same time mm -hmm. before, but at this church, uh, um, they did a corporate fasting. Mm -hmm. um, and the one thing that I remember about it is um, I was I was excited. I was kind of like a newer believer, mm -hmm. even though I had periods of believing, if that makes sure. sense. But I was. Uh, newer in in this stage uh, of my life with with Christ, and um, I remember asking my campus pastor, "Hey, is chewing gum, uh, you, you know, breaking the fast?" And sure. he and it it brought it to that whole food concept. Like, right. don't concentrate on the food. Yeah, concentrate on your relationship right. with God. And I was like, "You're absolutely right." Mm -hmm. That's the, I mean it. it it was foolish, right? right? But, you know, you wanted to do it right, sure. too. So it was just like, hey, what about this gum that I chew 24 hours a day almost? And right. he, he was like, bro, you're, you got your mindset on the wrong thing. So yeah. um, I have done it since. Um, uh, and I, I do it uh, 
sporadically as a health benefit, mm -hmm. but that's not a concentration on on Christ, right? Sure. Um, but I have where, um, you know, decisions needed to be made, mm -hmm. um, uh, important life events were coming up, and sure. so we, we've done it together, me and my wife. Um, but yeah, it's something I believe is, is, is a very overlooked element in mm -hmm. the big C church today. Sure. Um, uh, but it, this is a great time to impress upon our audience to like engage in this spiritual discipline. Don't don't forget about this. Um, a lot of the times when you see fasting, it is when important things in in somebody's life, uh, biblical characters and things like that, uh, when things are happening, mm -hmm. um, they result to fasting and 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 supplication and prayer and and just being connected, refocusing like you were saying, refocusing sure. on the connection. Uh, with God, but we need to definitely, as a church, uh, engage in the spiritual discipline as our spiritual forefathers had done throughout uh, the generations. So, yeah. amen to that, brother. Yeah, amen yeah. to that. Well, you know that's gonna wrap it up for us with this yeah. episode talking about that was uh, fast. It, ooh, ooh, hey, 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 hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we and gals, we hope that this churchism uh, that is pretty well known to you all as a health conscious decision will now have a different connotation to it as you use it to connect with our Father in heaven and to refocus mm. our faith. Yep. You know, I tell you, <clears throat> on behalf of Cody and Cody, yep, yep. Uh, we pray that the Lord bless you and keep you until we meet again on the next episode of The, the Code. Code. Another one in the books. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one's gone, another one's gone, another, another one bites the dust. Hey. Hey, I'm gonna get to you. <laughs> when we sing like that, are yeah. we like violating some sort of copyright infringement? Is that the whole song? Oh, okay, see. So yeah. And it's off key, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do not own the rights to this song. I think Any I song. That. Let's that's just blanket that. That's true. Yeah, we do. Yeah. No. I don't know why we do that, though. Why do we speak in song? The Lord put a new song in our hearts. Yep. The Lord bless and keep <laughs> Be thou my vision. Oh, nice. That's like one of my favorite. If you ever listen to uh, Celtic worship. Uh-huh. Oh, Is Celtic? it not Celtic? Celtic, Celtic. Yeah. You've Celtic. been to Celtic. Ireland. I have not. How do you in know Irish, oh. I mean, I eat lots of Lucky Charms. So that's how I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hands off my Lucky Charms. <laughs> It was it was fantastic. You yeah. know, I'm helping another couple do an Ireland trip. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I'm excited for them. Nice. There's just a different type of green there. Yeah. It is. It's it's crazy. But it reminds me of uh, Hobbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yes. And That's they do it. have like Lord of the Ring, Hobbit, Shire, type. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the movie was shot in New Zealand. Right. I think they have some too, though. Yeah, but that's where the real hobbits live. I saw a video recently that, that had like a, a village, if you will, or whatnot, that looked like the Shire, and it's, oh, in, yeah. it's in Tennessee. Really? Yeah. So really I don't weird. have to go all the way overseas. You to, don't know. But I bet it's not the same color oh, green. For, I'm sure yeah. it's not. And do you get second breakfasts? Uh, maybe, but mm. I don't think the people are short in Tennessee. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're probably tall. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get out of here. All right, see ya. The Code is a ministry of Alliance Community Fellowship. If you are interested in this or other ministries, please visit us on the web at visitacf.com.